Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today called NG English. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到我们新平方的节目 NG 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great show for you today with our good friend Brandon, who has come to share about his language tips, blockchain for the artist world, and so much more. 是的，今天我们很幸运的邀请到了 Brandon Patton 来到我们 NG 英文节目，跟大家分享他跟他团队在做的这个艺术媒体平台。A to P Bitmark, 跟他一路走来啊，学外语的心得。But before we get to the interview with Brandon and I, Angela is going to help us break down some of the cultural differences Brandon spoke about, particularly about break a leg and how that can mean something very positive, even though it sounds quite negative. Yeah, so take it away, Angela, on NG English. 好的，没问题 ，John， 感谢你的介绍。那没有错，今天呢，我们要来聊聊这句英文母语人士常常在要帮人家加油打气的时候会用到的 “break a leg” 到底是什么意思？那当然啦，我们也会介绍一些其他相关用语，让大家对这样子的用法更熟悉。那现在就请各位听众朋友赶快把 “ng chichi” 这个 “ng 英文专属的笔记小抄准备好，我们要开始喽。待会在访谈中呢 ，Brandon 会讲到说啊，有一次他在北京的时候，朋友准备要上台表演。那在他上台前呢 ，Brandon 就对他说了这句 “break a leg”， 让当时那位朋友顿时愣住，想说：“你为什么要助我断一条腿？我等一下马上就要上台表演嘞！”殊不知啊，那其实是一种帮对方加油打气的说法，不是真的要他断一条腿啦。不过话说回来，这的确是个蛮奇怪的用语哦。为什么会这样讲嘞？原来啊，这是从舞台剧演员跟音乐圈里面发展出来的一种比较迷信的说法哦。因为当时他们认为啊，跟人家讲加油啊，讲祝你好运 （good luck） 这类的话，反而会适得其反，给人家带来坏运而不是好运哦。所以大家就开始慢慢习惯，当有人要上台演出的时候，会讲反话，不说 good luck， 反而是以 break a leg 来表示。那英文还有没有其他这样子帮人家加油或是祝人家好运的说法嘞？当然有喽，这边我们就来帮你介绍几个。第一个呢，跟 break a leg 有点类似。乍听之下也会让人有一点吓到，准备好了吗？我要讲喽，那就是 knock them dead， knock them dead， knock 是敲打，那 knock them dead 中文直接翻译的话会有把他们敲死打死这样子很暴力很可怕的意思，但其实它只是比较夸张要帮你加油的说法啦，通常会用在有人要表演啊或是上场比赛的时候。像你朋友，如果明天有个这个嗯篮球冠军赛要比好了，你就可以跟他说 knock him dead 来帮他加油打气，祝他赢得比赛。再来呢是 blow them away， blow them away， blow 是吹，那 blow them away 中文直接的意思是把他们吹走。那其实要表达意思是要你去惊艳人家，让对方对你的表现赞叹不已，这样子不是真的要你去把人家吹走啦。也是一个常常被用来帮对方加油打气、鼓励人家的说法哦。那第三个呢是 “Go get 'em, tiger”。Go get 'em, tiger。没错，你没听错，就是老虎 tiger。各位可以稍微想想老虎代表的一些特征，像是聪明、勇猛、有企图心，或是可能像小猫咪一样淘气这样子。那 “Go get 'em, tiger” 直接翻成中文的意思是“去抓他们吧，老虎”，意思就是要你像老虎一样厉害。像老虎一样有自信的去完成某件事情，因为母语人士常会用这样子的方式去鼓励你，让你更有信心去做某一件事情，也是一个很道地的说法哦。好啦，那希望刚才讲的这些对你的英文学习之路有所帮助。如果有漏掉、没有听到或是写下来的，也不用担心。
，可以上我们的 YouTube 频道，随时要听几次就给他听几次。那如果大家都已经准备好了的话，我们就赶快进入今天的访谈内容，听听 Brandon 的分享吧。As always, thank you, Miss Angela Ma. Did she break a leg with that NG Ingwen breakdown? I think so. So our guest today on NG Ingwen is an actor, project manager. Multilingual speaker, blockchain enthusiast, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my good friend Brandon. Hey, hey, what's up, bro? So we high five on the show. It's a,、uh, it's the official welcome to NG England here on ICRT. So, my man, you have been slammed being the project manager of quite a cool artist network. Can you explain a little bit about this? 访谈开始呢 ，Brandon 讲到说啊，他最近几个月都在忙着处理一个很特别的 experiment， 这个很特别的实验哦。那是什么样的一个实验嘞？他说他们有全球前一百位 computational， 这个就是说，哎，很会用电脑进行计算，或是 digital 这个数位的艺术家在参与这实验。他们想要看说，如果可以建立一个 platform， 一个这个平台呢，让这些艺术家在上面进行作品的交易买卖会怎样？就是说，他们能够创作一件作品，然后上传到这个平台上面，跟大家 trade， 跟大家做交易，让他们呢不只是喜欢收集这些作品，而且还同时可以拥有这些作品的拥有权，他们的 ownership。那 Brandon 也讲到说啊，这样的方式跟一般我们只是可能上传图档是不一样的哦，不像是平常你下载啦，或是可能从这个 email 寄的图片，而是在你买那件作品之后。你就能真正拥有它所有权。那件你买的艺术品呢，就是属于你的。你想用它来做什么都可以，不用去担心会有什么版权问题。哇，这听起来也太酷了吧！我们赶快直接来听听 Brandon 的分享吧。Yeah, sure. I've been busy this last couple months working on a、uh, a very unique kind of experiment where we had the world's top, well, let's say a hundred or almost a hundred top computational or digital artists participate in our experiment, and we wanted to see What it was like if we can get or make a platform for these artists to actually trade their work, so they could create a piece of work, upload it to our platform, and then trade amongst each other, so they can build their own personal collection and have true ownership of each of the each of the artworks that they trade. So it's a little bit different from just sending、uh, a digital file or a digital piece of work that I've sent to you via email or download. This would actually be. Transferring the ownership title. So if I, if we traded on this platform and you had an edition of my piece, you could then do with what you wanted with that because that、mm-hmm. is now your property.、Uh, and it's this is like a much bigger topic in the in the art world and 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 in the com- computational art world as well. Yeah. So it's kind of sounding like. Correct me if I'm wrong. As I learn about all this happening right now, this is essentially like blockchain for the artist's world. Is that kind of how to, how we're describing this? 那前面我们有听到 Brandon 讲这个有关于线上交易数位艺术作品的介绍。哎，那不知道各位听众朋友，你们有没有听过这个 blockchain？ 中文呢一般是翻成区块链。那这样等等会问到说啊，哎，那这种线上交易方式的这个概念呢，是不是跟区块链有点类似啊？就像是好像艺术界的这个区块链 blockchain for the artist world。那 Brandon 说没有错，他们确实是有用区块链来记录作品的所有权。他说，很多可能比较不了解区块链的人，大概都有听过说，哎，这个区块链啊，跟艺术界这两个东西还没有实际成果，或是说可能没有人在做这方面的工作啊，目前可能没有什么真正有形的产出。可是啊 ，Brandon 说，他跟他的团队就是在通过这样的一个这个专门给艺术家的网络平台哦、啊。
，让他们彼此之间可以互相交流、互相欣赏，跟这个收集其他艺术家的作品，而不是就只是单单一个任何人都有可能会去买到一个诶不知名艺术家的作品的这样子一个网络市场。而且他说啊，目前呢都得到还不错的回馈哦，评价都还 OK， 大家对于这样的系统都相当喜欢，很赞赏。甚至有些人呢、啊，还因为这样子而得到很独特、很有价值的收藏哦。Yes, certainly, you're right here. We we actually use blockchain to to record the rights of ownership, but I think a lot of times people who don't understand blockchain might have heard that blockchain and art, nothing's really happened with that yet, and that is something that we wanted to tackle by actually focusing on just doing a platform from artists to other artists instead of Just a marketplace where people are expected to buy art from、uh, from artists that they may or may not know on a blockchain. We thought it was more beneficial to get people in a in an environment where their peers are trading much amongst each other. And we had a really really good response. Everybody was very very happy with our system, and、uh, some people built some really unique collections and valuable collections. That's awesome. So looking forward now a little bit, you're kind of focusing now on doing this same idea instead of kind of digital artwork. You're focusing now on musicians and that type of art. 那接着 Brandon 讲到说啊，他们一直对于这艺术媒体这一块领域都很有兴趣。那刚才讲到的这个数位艺术是他们的首选，他们的 first choice。那现在的话呢，就是在跟一些音乐家合作，主要是在处理这个 beat making， 就是这个音乐节拍制作的这个部分。因为现在很多榜上有名的歌曲都是由 bottom B 这个底拍，或是说呃底板做成的。那什么意思呢？就是说很多歌手啊，他们都会已经先有一个做好的背景音乐，就所谓的这个底板底拍哦，然后才开始写歌词，或是可能加入一些其他的音乐元素进去，最后才写成一首完整的歌。例如说像这首大家想必都有听过的 Old Town Road， 就是很好的例子哦。这首歌的底板原本是有一个学生啊，他在自己家里的车库里面做出来的。后来他把版权卖掉，被写成现在这首全球畅销单曲，让那个歌手赚了不少钱。那因为这样的系统对于原本创作人并不是那么的 beneficial， 那么的有利。他们可能用很便宜的价格把这个版权卖掉，但知名歌手却有可能因为这么便宜买来的底板而大赚一笔。所以 Brandon 他们才想要打造一个。对于底板音乐制作人比较有利的平台，让他们除了可以卖音乐以外嘞，还能够更清楚说明版权问题，让他们比较不吃亏。那有兴趣的听众朋友可以上他们的网站 a two p 点 b i t m a r k 点 com 看看相关讯息哦。Yeah, we've、uh, been really interested in kind of all art mediums, I should say. Computational art was our kind of our first choice, and then now we've also been working with. Uh, musicians, we've worked with the musicians before, recording、uh, ownership rights of, of of a song. But now we are actually concerned with beat making because now a lot of a lot of top tracks are made、uh, with a a bottom beat, and that artists kind of write on top of that or add music on top of that. A really famous kind of story, a song that you might be, you everyone might have heard of, is Old Town Road.、Uh, that was. That beat was actually developed by some student in the in his garage, right? And then、uh, it got turned into like the the, the top selling track of I don't know all time or something. So we wanted to create a platform, and he didn't make much money from that. Is that、uh, right?、Because、I don't know. The the, yeah, I think he sold the beat for like a hundred U.S. dollars. Yeah,、I'm、and、sure. then that that song now is worth 
probably in the millions. But yeah, I I don't know exactly how much he made them, but certainly uh, the the system of how he he made it and then sold it was wasn't beneficial to him. So uh, we're working on a system now where beat makers can create a beat and then they can they can sell it using the same technology that we that we did with this with this artist stuff. Uh, but this way, it's like very clear that they can uh, what they can do with that beat and what types of royalties they get from mm. from whatever happens with that beat. So it's a it's a it's a way of streamlining music production. That's incredible. So the name of this company is, is Bitmark. Is that right? Bitmark. Yeah. Bitmark. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely link a2p.bitmark.com really at the end. So if you guys want to go check out some awesome artwork. Please yeah, do, yeah. Please do, right. Cool, man. So can we backtrack then a little bit into kind of the history of Brandon? So you are quite a, a nomad in the sense that you have you've kind of lived all over the world, but you grew up here in Asia, is that correct? Wow,到目前为止，我们都在讲Brandon在做的这些数位平台。那接下来，我们就要来跟他认识认识一下，听听他的故事。他说啊，他虽然从小就很幸运，可以有一个国际化的生活形态。International lifestyle, 但是他始终是个亚洲之子，就是大家等一下要听到他讲这个 child of Asia。他说他香港长大的，但是暑假期间都会到美国去。后来大学也是在那边念的。虽然他有一个很平衡的东西方文化背景认知，也因此呢让他对东西方结合产生了很大的兴趣。后来呢又继续很幸运的有机会
attempt to, to learn some Cantonese. But uh, Hong Kong was is just very different from Taiwan in that sense. Our schools, I went to an international school, and our school offered Mandarin programs. And so I started learning Mandarin, and I think the thought was that it was going to be a, a language used by more than just one uh, one city, mm-hmm. and which is true. And so I continued on with that. And uh, in Hong Kong, it's also very easy to get around in English. Sure, absolutely. So kind of thinking about language then and, and tips, as you've learned a few languages now over the years, can you share any tips with us about language learning? 接下来我们要来问问 Brandon， 他在语言学习方面有没有什么建议可以提供给各位嘞？他说他真的也不是什么很厉害的 polyglot， 这个精通多国语言的人，只是啊，他会讲三个语言，他会讲中文、英文跟土耳其文。那学生时代呢，他有试着要去学法文跟西班牙文，但是都没有成功哦，可能就是因为他没有运用现在他要跟大家分享的这个小 paper， 所以我们要赶快打开耳朵专心听哦。Brandon 说，因为法文跟西班牙文跟英文有点类似哦，他都可以直接用英文文法逻辑去思考翻译成他想要讲的西班牙文或是法文，但是土耳其文或是中文就跟英文完全不一样啊，那个逻辑概念用法什么的完全不相干，他没有办法用这样的方式去直接去思考翻译这样。所以那时候他在北京学中文的时候，就发现最好的方式就是要试着不去用翻译的方式去表达。所以他那时候就花了很多很多的时间在练听力，专心听中文牧原士讲话的方式，跟他们声音的抑扬顿挫这个 cadence。那在比较熟悉那些语调之后呢，再开始把会的单字跟文法运用进去。总而言之，就是语言是一个带有很多音乐性质在的一个概念，我们只要跟着那个语言的音调去学就对了。他说要给大家的 take away， 给大家的这个重点建议呢，是我们可以不用一直去想着要去背那些中文相对应的单字啦、文法什么的，可以试着从一个语言的抑扬顿挫开始去学哦。熟悉那个语言的音调之后，自然而然一切就会比较容易上手。Absolutely,、uh, I'm by no means a, a serious polyglot, but、uh, I I do consider myself trilingual now: English, Mandarin, and Turkish, and、uh, I. <laughs> I did try to learn French and Spanish in college,、uh, very unsuccessfully. And I think part of why is I didn't apply this kind of lesson that I, I'm, I'm going to share with you now, which is because French and Spanish are somewhat similar to English.、Uh, I would always try to take whatever I was trying to say from English and translate kind of slowly in my mind. When it's Chinese or Turkish, these languages are so so different that it's basically impossible. To or it's really slow if you start with an English sentence and then try to translate in your mind. So I learned quite quickly when I was learning Mandarin and in, in,、uh, when I was living in Beijing and learning Mandarin there that the best thing for me to do was to not try to translate. I would actually just try my best first, spend a lot of time listening to how people speak and the cadence of their voice and how they're delivering that stuff, and then once I've learned and studied a little bit. Apply the vocab that I know, the grammar that I know, to that cadence. So it is very musical in that sense. It's it's about kind of following the the music of of how a language is spoken, and I and I hope I'm explaining that well. But my main takeaway is that don't focus on the 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 grammar and the vocab that、like、has to mean the same thing of what you're translating in your original language in your mind. Just jump into that that language cadence of the,、mm-hmm. and and go from there. Beautiful, yeah. That's a that's a wonderful tip. So, kind of to sum up what you're saying is, focus on the sounds and the, and the actual 
words that they're using in certain orders within that language you're learning, rather than trying to apply your mother language, or, or let's say English, to that new language. And I think that's a great tip. And especially, I love how you said kind of the musical style of it. Um, I, I love to think that I have a good ear for music, like you were saying, mm -hmm. and I love that because I listen to my Taiwanese friends speaking Chinese, and I just try to mimic them rather than maybe memorize all the tones of that specific character. That's that's how I think too. And even in English, I, I don't know how you, th when you speak English, do you think in terms of, oh, the verb goes here, the noun goes there, never, never. the adjective. <laughs> no, I, and when you're taught a second language uh, in class, a lot of a lot of that grammar is taught that way. Oh, the, the verb has got to come after this. And uh, I'm probably going to make up a, a few teachers upset right now, but I, I say kind of ignore that. Go out there, uh, meet people that you want to talk to and just and follow them. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, the controversial messages, and that's why I'm so glad to have a show here on ICRT that lets me do that. Um, but, you know, that's that's what is education. We should be thinking outside the box. How can we make education more accessible and more enjoyable, really, and learning cultural differences? And that brings me to our cultural difference question. So I always ask on NG England, kind of, do you have any cultural differences maybe between English and Mandarin or Turkish English and Mandarin that you can share with us? 那在这段访谈中, Brandon会谈到他曾经遇过的一些因为语言文化不同而造成的误会。他说之前他还在演戏在做舞台表演的时候,都会习惯讲一些像是break a leg之类的话来祝人家上台表演成功,祝人家顺利这样子。那有一次他北京的朋友要表演啊,上来前Brandon就跟他说了一句, break a leg,要祝他好运,希望他完成一场完美的演出这样子。但如果不知道这句谚语,就会像我们前面在NG英文里面讲到的, 直接英文翻成中文的话，意思就会变成断一条腿。所以他那朋友当时也整个就傻了，想说啊什么？你你现在是要祝我从舞台上摔下来摔断腿的意思吗？那就像Brandon讲的，其实不管是英式英文还是美
if you could go back in time and talk to a young Brandon, would there be any further advice you give yourself about language learning? 访谈最后，我们一样要来问问 Brandon， 他如果可以回到过去跟小时候的自己说说话，会想要跟小 Brandon 说些什么嘞？他说他想要告诉自己 ，Don't be shy, don't be timid， 不要害羞，不要害怕。他说每个人呢、啊、都会想要有办法说第二外语，但很少人真的会不怕犯错的去练习去学哦。但是错误正是我们每个人在学习路上的必经过程啊，从错误中学习嘛。他说，像以前他跟他其他朋友在聊天的时候，因为英文对 Brandon 来讲比较容易，而且呢又是大家的共同语言，所以就会都直接用英文来聊。大家觉得当时呢，应该要规定自己把勇敢当成 top priority 这个首要任务，要不怕犯错的去开口说才对，这样子大家学语言才会比较有帮助。所以他如果可以回到过去，给以前的自己一些意见的话，他绝对会要求小 Brandon 要这样子做。Yes. And is don't don't be shy, don't be timid. Everybody wants to speak a second language, and not enough people are kind of brave enough to make the mistakes that it's required to get good at that second or third language. So I made a mistake, I think, a couple times where I had like a friend of mine who was also bilingual, and then we would just revert to my kind of English. It was just easier for me to speak that way, and I really should have made it. Like、a priority or a bit of a rule to divide that our our language,、uh, or maybe even for me, just speak only in in my my second or third language to really improve.、Mm-hmm. So、um, that's something that yeah, if if I could go back in time, I would definitely make myself、uh, do that, and、uh, I'd be thanking myself for today. Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting when we can kind of go back and and apply that hindsight or that retrospective view on things, and hopefully that's what we do for this show. And as you're learning English, maybe right now or or any other language, if you're listening, is you can apply the, these tips as we go. Thank you so much for joining us today here on、uh, on NG England on ICRT. Can people find、uh, this wonderful digital artwork collection online, or where can they find you online? Yeah, well, first of all, it's, it's been a pleasure to come talk to you, and hopefully, your listeners get a a kick out of our our conversation. <laughs> yeah.、Um, uh, yeah, you can you can visit the the website. It's www dot a two the number two p dot bitmark dot com, and you'll see all the cool artwork that's there, and you can see who who owns what.、Um, and then I have a personal Instagram.、Um, I'm not a big Instagram user, but if people want to follow me, it's、um, At Brandon, P R I N Z, Brandon、okay. Prince, Brandon Prince, and that's yeah A two P the number two right A two P dot bitmark dot com, and that's so cool. I really was、uh, playing around on it earlier today, and I saw sometimes the descriptions, the exchanges of ownership might go to benefit certain conservation efforts or something like that. So I think this is a really fun new project that you're involved with. Thank you. Well, thanks again for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Bye bye. Alrighty, that is our NG Ingwin show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook. You can search NG Ingwin, or you can search NG English I C R T, and make sure to tune in each week Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night from nine to nine thirty. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. 好，那我们今天新平方的节目 NG 英文就到这边告一段落啦。感谢大家的收听，别忘了到 IG 搜寻我们的粉丝专业 NG 底线 English 在底线 ICRT。那大家也要记得每周三早上六点半到七点
或是晚上九点到九点半，把广播调到 ICRT 频道 FM 一百，准时收听我们节目哦。那也欢迎大家上网搜寻西平方的工期不备课程，或者是呢到我们西平方的官网多读读一些有关 NG 英文的专栏文章，看看在 NG 英文里面的专栏有没有哪些是大家可以吸收学起来的一些小 p a p e 哦。我们下次见了，拜拜。